Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Spin FM. What is up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. And Skip Misara. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. It's getting juicy, man. Oh yeah, baby. This is uh this is what we like to call a true victory episode. That's right. <laughs> we got Dolphins and Falcons winning up in this motherfucker. Yes, we both won. We both deserve it. Yes. We're um uh, two of the best teams in the NFL. See you in the Super Bowl. We're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh we're trending upwards, yeah. right? <laughs> we're scary. We're scary good. Yeah. We're scary good. Yeah. I'm so happy. Totally. I, my team, I watched all of the, <laughs> I watched all, I, I love this part when you watch all of the uh, the commentators, the analysts yeah, with their predictions on oh, right. NFL Network. Yeah. I, I love it because they always, they always pick the other team. They just think the Dolphins are going to lose every week. It's like, what, what did you think our record was going to be? 0-17? Like, what, <laughs> why is it, they never could win a game? Uh, but I don't blame them. Miami did go, sure. go to one and seven, but lately it's obvious that the defense has woken up. Mm. The quarterback's no longer injured, right? Uh, it's not the same team. Yeah, he doesn't have to worry ago. about Sean Watson taking his job. Oh yeah, that part too. Yeah, so, we'll, oh yeah, well, yeah, we'll get into that. Oof, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! But mm-hmm. uh, how, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh right, yeah, Thanksgiving was uh, very successful. Uh, <clears throat> I made, I posted it on the Facebook group for those of you who. Uh, did not see. I spatchcocked two turkeys. You ever spatchcocked a? Uh, no, oh, that's what they're bacon wrapping. So no, spatchcock is when you take out you take out the backbone. Sounds like an STD. It does sound a little dirty. <laughs> it's not nearly as sexy uh, as it sounds. Yeah. Um, my wife was like, "I'm sorry, you're going to do what to those turkeys?" <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen a scary movie too? No. Uh-uh. When the, the dude with the messed up hand. <laughs> oh, you got to watch that movie. No, I haven't seen it. The dude, Chris Elliott, is a great uh, character actor. Uh-huh. And he plays this guy with a messed up hand, and he's making a turkey for them. And he, he fucks the turkey at one point. <laughs> so, <laughs> and he's like sticking the messed up hand in the turkey, and everybody's like, oh, they're all yeah. grossed out. Anyway, uh, so spa- spatchcock. Spa- I've done this with chicken before, but I've never done it with a turkey. Essentially, you cut out the backbone okay. so that you can lay the bird more oh, flat. And okay. so as you know, everyone always complains that it's it's Turkey's hard to dry. cook a turkey for two reasons. One, it takes a long time and two, because of the way it's set up anatomically, um big word, went to college, not a big <laughs> deal. Uh, it part of the bird cooks is done way before the other part is. Yeah. So spatchcocking it makes it so that it cooks more evenly and uh, okay. it cuts down like, you know, normally you cook a turkey. It takes like four hours, five hours, depending on how big it is. Yeah. This took me an hour and a half, two hours. Okay. To cook a whole turkey. But I still do And the, then I wrapped it in bacon. Of course. I, when I do, I didn't do anything this year for Thanksgiving. Unfortunately, I was busy making a, a, a great 
special. That's right. Uh, that I, that'll be coming out one of these days. I'll keep everybody posted on that. But the filming went okay. But uh, whenever I do the uh, turkey, mm. I always chop it up yeah. beforehand, and because I don't like dry meat. You know what I mean? Oh, what do you mean? You take it, you I, disassemble I, it before yeah, you... Yeah, disassemble it before smart. and put it in a, a deep dish and then I bake it for hours. Mm. Actually, I bake it and then I turn the heat off mm. and never open the oven mm. and let it sit overnight in there. Mm-hmm. It's just Interesting. fucking great. My favorite part is actually the day after when you take all of the leftover turkey bones mm. and you make a turkey broth. I never did that. I heard you, you oh t- my we God. talked about it. We had it I want to do it. <clears throat> we had it for dinner last night and it was so crazy good. Like you, you could just cook the leftover carcass yeah. in a pot of water. Uh, and most of the turkey that's still on that, it, it starts to fall off mm. into the water. And so then you kind of, you know, you, you, you add, uh, you know, your typical kind of, you know, carrots, celery, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you put some more of the leftover turkey in there, and then you add a couple of, like, like couple maybe of a cup of rice. Oh, I was thinking noodles. Um, okay. You could do. Egg noodles might be good with that. Egg noodles or, like, maybe. Um, turkey noodle soup. Or, like, that really fun little, what is that little, those little tiny pasta, minestrone pasta? Those little, I don't know. You're the like Italian guy, bullets. not me, man. So yeah. I could tell you all about greens. <laughs> That's true. My mother sent me a great picture of some collard greens she Ooh. was making. I was like, so jealous. I missed out, man. Next year, I'm going big. We're going big together next year. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame. We had we had a great time. There were lots of people there. Uh, everything went smooth as far as I remember. Nice. Um, I was so exhausted. You know, cooking a turkey can be a little yeah. sort of mentally draining. Um, so I think I had two beers. And then I was like, if I have one more, I think I'm going to fall down. <laughs> so I, I just stopped. Um and then you went to whiskey. I wish. <laughs> this was uh was your spent. celebration was on Friday. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Nice, man. Mm-hmm. That's good to do it on a Friday. I normally do it on a Saturday after mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. We, so you did it on Good Friday. We, Not Good Friday, but you did it on uh, I mean, we, Black Friday. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we would have we just did it on a day that Yeah. People for the were schedule. Available. Yeah. So, but it Maybe was cool. Maybe one day they'll make a Black Friday. I really enjoyed seeing some of the listeners on the Facebook group posting their, like, you know, getting into the whole Thanksgiving spirit. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's nice to see you Swedes out there. Yeah, man. Uh, we, I, I, that's one of my favorite things is seeing them get into it. Because um, it's part of the thing for me. I feel like it is a big part of the, we talk about this all the time. The food is part of the football culture. Very much so. Uh, and Thanksgiving sort of nestles right in there with it. You know, it's one of the things that that's why whenever I have people over um, that aren't the normal crew, shout out to the to the Dolphins crew that mm-hmm. watches the game. But mm-hmm. uh, whenever it's not just Dolphins crew, like when you come through or when right. Sean or other extra people come through, um, I like to make sure that I go a little bit extra with the food mm. because it's like I'm going to make you sit through a Dolphins game. <laughs> <laughs> so at least at least you can get a little bit of some goodness, like some seven-layer dip or some like I'll go extra maybe like I did the mac and cheese balls or whatever. Yeah. Uh cuz the food is like it's part of it, man. That that actually kind of helps us get into the first game because you know, a lot of people think that like I know that there's a big argument online about taking the Thanksgiving game away from the Lions. I kind of feel like they're the perfect team to play. Because yeah. nobody, especially in the early window, because it's not like you're actually watching this game. Good point. You know what I mean? 
You don't give a fuck who even, wins this Even, um, you know what? You know how here on Christmas Day, yeah. for those of you that are listening from the U.S. or outside of Sweden, mm. on Christmas Day, Swedes play old uh, uh, Donald Duck stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, but nobody, in, at least in my wife's family and everybody I've been to, they don't watch it. No. It's, but more people, more televisions are on that channel than any other time of the year. Yeah. So it's just a background thing. It's at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. And Donald they do Duck. like a montage of, um, of like Disney li- clips from Disney classics all the way up to. Yeah. Usually they throw in a new Disney thing. Yeah, they throw in something. And, it's, and the it's kids watch it, but yeah. the grown ups are like. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not watching that. It's it's cool, uh, but but that's how, um, that's our Thanksgiving thing for that. Our uh, the our comparison to that is when uh, Thanksgiving is on and then the Detroit game is on. <laughs> so yeah. like nobody's really watching Detroit lose or play. No, but it's on because it's football. And then you're like eating maybe check every now and then you hear the the announcer go wild and you check out the highlight you know it's what I mean? just an excuse for men to not help out in the kitchen and be like what honey i'm sorry i can't um but there there is uh one thing i want to say yes if y'all are making food <laughs> <laughs> y'all making food around thanksgiving don't let your food be looking dry man <laughs> Play- <laughs> Yeah. Somebody put some, I mean, a shout out for everybody who's trying, but I mean, come, <laughs> it, it don't, it got to look appetizing. Right. Sometimes people post stuff. And that's a, that's another funny thing on Twitter is uh, seeing people post their stuff and the shit getting roasted. Like people talk shit about their food. <laughs> and, uh, it's, and it's normally a black white thing. You know, black Twitter is uh, notorious for going ham on people. And, I love and that black people, people have their own Twitter. That's funny. Yeah, they just call it black Twitter. It's like when black people start <laughs> hopping on, the, people start talking about spankings or they start talking about soul food. <laughs> or food in general, the black people start going in on Twitter and, uh, and fashion maybe, stuff like that. Mm. And uh, food is, if you... Some people post the stuff, and I appreciate it, but sometimes it should be looking dry and unappetizing. I'm just throwing it out there. Just work on your food photography, guys. <laughs> or, you know, take a little spritz, like a water spray bottle of water and just kind of- oil. Water it, and oil. Give it, give it a little spritz. A little spritz. A little make pss- it look appetizing, man. Pss- 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 some people posted some stuff, make and it, I was like, Make okay. it glisten. <laughs> make it glisten. A little pss- 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 I want the food to look tired. Mm. Like, it just ran to my plate. <laughs> Also, you want it to look sexy. Like, it's like, do I want to put that in my mouth or do I want to fuck that plate of food? You know exactly. What I mean? Exactly. That's what, we, that's what we're going to go uh, next year. I want to mm-hmm. see better uh, better contributions to our Thanksgiving <laughs> photos <laughs> <laughs> next year. But I can't talk. I didn't make any food. So shout out to everybody who did uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm glad everybody had a good Thanksgiving and that everybody's healthy enough to listen to this podcast today. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, let's get into it, man. Um, the Thanksgiving games. We had a barn burner. Uh, <laughs> as always, when you get two of the best teams, the best coaches going at each other, Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions. This was a funny one. Oh, uh, we got the flip and pick them too. Oh yeah, that's right. Let's let's. Uh, you uh, okay? I hate to tell you this because I know you had a nice weekend. You, <laughs> you did a show. And, I tried to go hard this week. I did. And, I tried to go uh, against the grain. To I try know. To catch up. Uh, that turned out to be a pretty bad strategy <laughs> on your part. Um, and then the upsets that I picked. Yeah, yeah. There's really no soft way to put this. Um, Just give it to me, man. You lost 11 to 4. God damn. Um, 
you lost all the Thanksgiving games, by the way. Just just sort of getting you started for that. Right. Uh, I picked the Bears. Uh, I think I picked. Yeah, I started. I started. Yeah, yeah. So I picked the Bears. Uh, this was a weird one because there were a lot of rumors going into this game yeah. that Matt Nagy uh, had already been told he was going to be fired regardless of the result. Um, really? So that Regardless? Yes. That, that was the rumor. Like, oh, so they used first coach fired energy. You know, I didn't think of it that way. That's, that is a, a, a life <laughs> I hack. I didn't think of it that <laughs> that's way. A low, that's a coaching hack. Yeah. Start a rumor that you're getting fired and your team will get fired up to play hard. That might be what happened with the Dolphins. People started making rumors about this might be it for Flores. All of a sudden, they don't lose. Huh. Interesting. That's uh, <laughs> – I never thought of that, but uh, that hmm. might be right. Um, I mean, they still looked awful, so it's not like they played well. They almost yeah, lost to these Lions. They should have lost. Jared Goff got off to a hot start, uh, believe it or not. I know that, you know, Jared Goff and hot start are two things that don't really belong in the same sentence. Jared Usually. Goff and start shouldn't be in the same sentence. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Their first possession was a seven-place, 69-yard drive that ended in a 39-yard strike from Goff to Josh Reynolds. Uh, but unfortunately, my man, former Bulldog, DeAndre Swift, had to leave the game early, shoulder injury, Um, you know. That, that yeah. was pretty much it for them at that point. It, it, he's done everything for them for weeks now, and it's like I, I never. It's you never thought they were going to win this game without. I'm really him. disappointed in Detroit, man. I feel like they should be playing better than this. Of course, I mean you can't play worse, but <laughs> I mean actually they they you could play worse. They could be yeah. getting uh, dragged every game, but I feel like they there's like it's so obvious that they don't trust golf. Like they do, do not believe in this guy. That's yeah, true. And it's uh, it, but again, you know, it was funny. I I think weren't they on a bye week the week before? Yeah, I think they were. And he came. They were. They didn't like, lose. <clears throat> he looked real. He actually looked like in the beginning. He looked fantastic. I was like, shit. Jared Maybe Goff, he needs two weeks preparation. Jared Goff looked like he was going to win this game, but then it kind of really kind of went off a cliff. Like after the first yeah. drive, I think they had. Let's see, their possessions were punt, punt, fumble, punt, punt, punt. I mean, it was like. Yeah, who's that? Who's that? The Bears have a linebacker that came that got more more play because uh, Mac is out. This dude looked like Mac flying around out there. Mm, I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking you know, about. Yeah, he was flying around. There's some. Uh, I love good linebacker play, man. Mm. Maybe because it's easy to to spot it because you're in the middle a tape of head. I'm a. T- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you guys look at, but uh, <laughs> uh you can call me Champ Champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. All right, well, let's go to the next game. Fuck this game. Yeah. Unless you want more. You got more to say? Not really. <laughs> I mean, other than, you know. Nagy almost lost his job. Nagy almost lost his job. Andy Dalton was serviceable. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and won hey, them the game. Um, you know, again, like I said, nobody actually watches this game. So it's the perfect <laughs> one to have in yeah. the early window. I watched Smart. it. I actually watched it in my car. Like I watched, I kept watching it on my phone. I was I had to go pick up my daughter from work. Okay. Um. So yeah, I was like, well, I'll just have it on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is Thanksgiving. It's typical noise, American. Yeah. I'm just like, well, I mean, I don't really care who wins this game, but it's, it's fo- good. It's, it's better than listening to nothing. It's football. It's better than listening to my daughter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I have to hear about her night. Her day, night. yeah. Her now, day at the work. Ne- <clears throat> the next game delivered yes. big time. Yes. Okay. This one had some serious, serious fireworks. 
the narrative going into this one was that it was kind of like a must-win game for both teams. Mm. Is the way they talked about it because but the Cowboys had, the Cowboys were kind of you know sort of uh, had, had become quite inconsistent. Mm. Uh, they lost their last game to the Patriots, I think it was, um, and the Raiders had fallen off a cliff since the Henry Ruggs madness. Uh, the Cowboys went into this game knowing they were without Amari Cooper. Uh, and I then thought they, they lost to the Chiefs, right? Wasn't it the Chiefs? Maybe. Or was I don't that two remember. games ago? I think that was two games ago. Okay, okay. I think the Patriots beat them last. So they were without Amari Cooper, and then they found out late that C.D. Lamb was not going to suit up either because he got a con- concussion in the last game. Um, Cowboys' first drive was a three and out. Raiders' first drive was a three and touchdown. <laughs> it was just like, bam, let's go. Yeah. Uh, Derek Carr said, fuck these Cowboys and fuck their secondary and fired a dart to yeah. uh, Deshaun yeah. Jackson, who took it to the house yeah. for That's a very fun. long 56-yard touchdown. It's fun to see him when, like, when he does. I, I don't know. Something about him. I like him, man. Even though he's a Hitler fan, I, uh, <laughs> I still like this guy, man. Yeah. It was, he, was, he was fantastic at his peak. With True. the Eagles, that was so nice. But yeah, so I'm, I kind of root for him. That was a gr- it was it woke up the Cowboys, uh, and they responded with a touchdown of their own on the next drive. And this one just kind of went back and forth all night long. Both Carr and Dak had very similar nights. Derek Carr was twenty four for thirty nine, three hundred and seventy three yards, one touchdown. Darren Waller unfortunately left the game early, but Carr yeah. just kept slinging it to Jackson and Renfro. Both of them had over a hundred yards receiving. Nice. Um, this was uh, let's see. Dak was throwing touchdowns to Wilson and Gallup and Dak. Man, is ever. he? He's MVP candidate, right? Maybe. I, I still think, think it. I still think this is the year to give it to someone who's not a quarterback. quarterback. But if, I opinion. think he's playing the best out of all the court. Like <clears throat> watching him is it's fun. Seeing him do what he does, he throws some of the prettiest balls. One of the, I agree with you. One of the th- questions that I do have to ask, which I guess could have qualified for shit got learned, but but I picked something else. I'm S- Zeke. It, mm. Is he an overrated running back at this point? Yeah, it, it's nostalgia. I mean, I feel <laughs> like you know how long do we need to pretend that this dude is like an elite NFL running back? Can we stop now? It happens, man. Every uh, that's why I think everybody was expecting this to happen to uh, Derrick Henry, and it hasn't yet. But maybe Correct. the foot injury might do yeah, it. Yeah, maybe uh, Pollard didn't do much. Like the run game didn't do very well at all, despite the fact Pollard Pollard, Pollard did looks, have. I love the way he runs. I do love the way he runs. He did not do much from like the run of play, but he did, <laughs> he did have an amazing like like ninety nine yard kickoff run for a TD. Yeah. And I, that was, that was nice. That's a nice little Thanksgiving treat, right? Hell yeah, to see a, a return for a touchdown. Uh, penalties were a huge part of this game. Both teams had 14 penalties. This got me annoyed, man. Mm. The refs were overdoing it. I Yeah, I think Mike they, McCarthy would agree with you. They take they took so much control of this game. It's yeah. like, stand back and let the players play. The Call Raiders, the egregious penalties, but you're slowing everything down. The Raiders had 14 penalties for 110, 110 yards. Cowboys also had 14 penalties for 166 yards. Damn. Cowboys gave away seven first downs to penalties. Seven. Damn. That's a lot, dude. Uh, I mean, that's like almost as bad as a turnover in a it way. Felt like, it felt like back to back to back to back. You know what I mean? When It was like messing up the flow of the game, man. Yeah, not to mention like all the like big plays or or even points that were yeah. wiped off the board because of the penalty. And they still was 33 to 36. 
<laughs> I mean, I do think McCarthy tends to whine like a little bitch when this doesn't go his way. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if he had won the game, he wouldn't be complaining about this at all. You know? He'd, yeah, yeah, not openly. He'd be like, yeah. well, you know, they did do that. And, and you can say, look, we can debate about that. You know, the biggest one was the one that kind of set the Raiders up to score the, the yeah. game-winning score. Yeah. Uh, and you could say that I, I, I wouldn't totally disagree with you that that was a soft um, pass interference. Yeah. But he didn't turn around. If you don't he, have to anymore, though. Yeah, but I— Just not, Five years ago, yeah. If you it's get automatically. There, but if you get there early and your eyes are not on the ball— yeah. I, and you just, uh, I personally, regardless of what it says in the rule book, I'm like, yeah. you're you're basically just like making. Or, yeah, if you if you turn around, you probably won't interfere either. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're gonna be. I don't know. Yeah, if you, no, you're if right. You're whipping your head around. You're probably not gonna be touching the player. But that's going the point the ball, I'm yeah. trying to make. Yeah. Uh, the eventual game-winning field goal was kind of like this entire game in a nutshell. Did you see how that <laughs> scenario played out? Uh, first, the Raiders got popped for a false start. Then the Cowboys got popped for back-to-back neutral zone infractions. Yeah, but they were, it was desperation. Now. Moving what would have been, uh, you know, a slightly more nail-biting attempt into a 29-yard chip shot. Um, you know, and uh, Daniel Carson Carlson put it through for the win in overtime. Uh, 38.5 million people watched this football game. Is that a record? The most... Watched regular season game since 1990, apparently. Wow. Is 90 the year that the Cowboys and the uh, Dolphins had that crazy? Oh, my Leon God. Is Let- that the one? I saw the clip from that when they were showing top 10 moments yeah, on Thanksgiving. Where it's like, don't that. touch the ball. Don't touch the ball. And yeah. it's like he slides into it. Yeah, because all the snow is everywhere and the Dolphins get the ball. It was yeah. insane. And uh, that might have been 1990. <laughs> That would be crazy if that and was a year the later, the Cowboys built a dome stadium. This will never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbasses. Have you ever seen that clip when the Patriots went and uh, brought in a snowplow during a timeout? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it plows the field yeah. to make it easier for the kicker, to, and the kicker makes the kick, and I now that's, rem- that's not allowed anymore. I do remember that. I think I remember seeing it live, actually. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah. Okay. Smart. Okay. Why not? You know, <laughs> nobody said we can't anymore. do this. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Now we're surprised saying... that Belichick wasn't a coach then. <laughs> I know. It seems like that was a while ago. Yeah. That was a while ago. Uh, let's see. Next up, the late game, we had the Bills beating the brakes off the Saints, yeah. thirty-one to six. That's not one to stay up for. Whew. Um. Yeah. It's I'm... hard to watch this because I watch it back the next day, of course, and uh, I was like hoping. That the Saints, because I, I don't look at the score. I just mm. try to watch it straight up. And it's just like, just, I, I hate the Bills. And then just seeing them use the Saints as a uh, as a uh, get-right game was kind of tough, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't have any issues with the Bills. Obviously, I have some kind of oh, know, yeah. issues with the yeah, It's with our the rivals Saints. playing each other. Uh, but yeah, after having lost three of their last five, including a loss to the Jags, the Bills, I mean, they needed a get-right yeah, game for yeah, sure. True. Uh, Josh Allen was pretty good, uh, 23 for 28, 260 yards, four touchdowns. He did have two picks. I was going to say, don't act like he was. Yeah, he, he had two picks. Uh, luckily for him, um, the, the pick, Saints don't have an offense. The picks didn't really mean anything because the Saints couldn't move the ball down the field without Kamara and Ingram. Uh, and I, I read this morning that Taysom Hill, 
this is one of the things I was like, I, I know we we have conversations about Taysom Hill all the time, but you know, you got Trevor Simeon out here going 17 for 29, 163 yards, one touchdown, one pick. It kind of makes you wonder, like what, like why not use Taysom Hill? You know what I mean? Like because he can't, he can't look at. Then you have to. Max protect, and you can only have three routes out like, there. I just wonder, is he that bad in practice? You know what I mean? Because yes, like because remember <laughs> last year. Remember, think back to last year when when Drew Brees was out, and it was like, okay, do we go with Jameis Winston or do we go with Taysom Hill? They they decided to go with Taysom Hill, and they remember won. Winston got COVID too. It, yeah, in the middle of that too. Yeah, but the, but not before they made the decision though. Wasn't it the first week he was still on the COVID list, and then? After that, that's not how him. I remember okay, it. I maybe, remember it being uh, like they I remember Taysom. Sean Payton saying, "If this were the beginning of the season, I would have picked Jameis Winston. But since it's in the middle of the season, I'm going with mm. Taysom Hill. Like well, no, that. No. How's that logical? I I guess because Taysom has been there longer and maybe he knew the playbook better. Or I I don't know. Maybe he just. Felt, I mean, whatever. It worked. They won. Yeah, yeah, Didn't they, they win? Winning. Yeah. And they kept win. I I don't know if they won all they their won games like with two Taysom, out of three or but I think like they that, won yeah. most of them. Yeah. Uh, he has like a crazy good record with backup quarterbacks. Um, not this year, obviously. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway. And also after they had announced that Taysom Hill had signed this new contract, I'm like, why are you still going? Which like so, there obviously is something going on. Because Simeon the can run the offense and they have to change the offense for Taysom Hill. True. That's yeah. the difference. Taysom Hill comes in and now they only use half the field. You know what I mean? They're doing a lot of different types of, uh, you know, uh, misdirection stuff. Mm. It's a different type of offense with him, and yeah. uh, it's not going to be effective, yeah. I don't think. They honored Drew Brees before the game. It was a big ceremony uh, in his honor, uh, but it didn't do much to uh, <laughs> to pump up the squad <laughs> uh, as their possessions were punt, punt, turnover on downs, punt, <laughs> turnover on downs due to a fake punt, punt. Uh, until they finally found the end zone. These in the teams with these fake punts, man. By then it was too late. Um, you know, Allen was was cooking it to Diggs. Dawson Knox had two touchdown ca- catches. I kind of like this Dawson Knox guy. I yeah, know yeah, that I like him too. I, he, he he's fun to watch. Um, Allen's throwing it to Diggs because if he doesn't, it's an interception. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he he actually wound up producing one of the funniest moments on Thanksgiving. I don't know if you saw this in the post game. You know when they invite the players. Okay. from the winning team over mm-hmm. to do the on-field interview on Thanksgiving. Yeah. They always have that big old plate the, the, the of turkey. turkey. Yeah. And um, John Madden used to do those games. Yeah, and, uh, well, they brought up Diggs. The turducken. Yeah, Remember yeah. the turducken? I love me some turducken. <laughs> uh, they brought up Diggs, Allen, and then this uh, Knox guy. Yeah. Um, and Allen was, you know, obviously the real pro. He'd done this before. He took like a tiny little bite of the turkey as the question was being asked. Mm. And, and and then he kind of went into the answer. Uh, Dawson Knox took like this massive, like <laughs> medieval size <laughs> chunk. Uh, uh, and by the time a question came his way, uh, he was like still like <laughs> chew it, like chomping away at this turkey. Uh, and he eventually, like on air, live TV, he was like, I took too big of a bite. I can't answer. Like, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Your whole family's at home watching right now. Embarrassing. Dawson's on TV. Oh, no. Oh, Dawson. He's embarrassing the family. You know, it's like that time I had a friend who used to always get embarrassed by his mom was like, you know, would always embarrass him and, like in front of everyone would say like 
you know, uh, hey, next time uh, you go into the bathroom to take a shit, like try not to use so much toilet paper because you're like clogging up the whole toilet. Oh, like no. she would say that in front of like all of his friends, and it's like it sounds like a cool mom. God damn it, mom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, this one came at a bit of a cost for the Bills uh, as they lost their star cornerback Tredavious White who suffered a season-ending ACL tear. Oh, no. Uh, So that is not good for them. Not at all. Not good. Especially when it, oh, man. Damn, are they going to lose to the Patriots? And they have a pretty tough end of their their schedule. We'll get into that. We're going to do a little schedule watching in the next episode, but yeah. Anyway, they got the dub. They needed it. Um, And moving on to... The Wincinnati Bengals! <laughs> Wincinnati! Whooping up on these bitches. Again, Pittsburgh isn't it the second blowout of the year? Yeah. these guys? 41 to 10. They got that number, man. 41 to 10. I mean, listen to that. Bengals opened the game with a 10 play. It's crazy sev- that the score is closer than it was. I know. <laughs> 10 play, 75 yard drive, eating up almost six minutes of the clock. Uh, and then they cap it off with a gutsy Joe Burrow touchdown run. I yeah. mean, these guys looked like they were ready to go. I like Burrow, man. I do too. I like the way he plays. He's got everybody fired up. That that batch of quarterbacks mm-hmm. from last year's draft. Mm-hmm. It's what Burrow, Herbert, Tua. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody else? Oh, and her and uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. That's a good batch of quarterbacks, man. Yeah, I'd say so. Um. Yeah, they're certainly better than the uh, porn-addicted rapist that he was playing <laughs> on the other side. Uh, the Steelers' third op- offensive play of the game, he threw a terrible oh pick God. to Eli Apple. He looks so bad. He looks he looks so bad. Yeah. It's like, is, how bad is Haskins? We I asked this question a few how weeks ago. How bad is Rudolph? How bad is Haskins? I asked. The, I mean, we saw actually we got a chance to see how bad Mason Rudolph is. Oh yeah. So that we we got that answer. <laughs> uh, but I'm still curious how bad is is Dwayne Haskins because listen to this. Ben Roethlisberger, he went 24 for 41, mm. 263 yards, one touchdown, two picks. He fumbled the ball twice. Man, uh, I'm totally embarrassed yeah. and totally ashamed. Against Joe Burrow, who went 20 for 24, 190 yards, one touchdown. He also threw a pick, too, but didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, his pick was bad, His His pick didn't matter because he threw a pick, and then on the very next Next play, play, Big Ben threw a pick six to Mike Hilton. Yeah. So it's like yeah. that pick six. Oh my god! It just was. It was late. It was lobbed up, and you it could see like, it from a mile away. Yeah, he threw it so bad that the the offensive player had no chance of like stopping the guy. You know, a lot of times they get the pick and you could just make the tackle right away. Mm. But it was so bad that it was like he. It was on purpose, man. Yeah, they need to check his his betting site. <laughs> make sure he didn't have. Uh, <laughs> he probably had. He probably had point. Cincinnati win and the over. So he's like, all right, we got to score a touchdown. So are you suggesting he traded in his porn addiction for a betting addiction? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. The problem was is <laughs> we couldn't do diddly poo <laughs> offensively. True. We couldn't make a first down. Yeah. We couldn't run the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Moore is right. Joe Burrow to T Higgins looked really nice. Yeah. Especially on a day Jamar Chase was basically double teamed the whole game, so he didn't do that much, but this Burrow to T Higgins was was great. And I mean, seriously, we gotta talk a little bit about Joe motherfucking Nick Mixon. This guy oh, yeah. dude. He's on one of my fantasy. Hundred and sixty five yards, twenty eight yeah. carries, two touchdowns. He broke the Bengals franchise record with a TD in eight straight games. This wow. is his fourth straight game with multiple touchdowns. 
Damn, he's balling. With this win, the Bengals take sole possession of second place in the AFC North, <sighs> only one game behind the Ravens, while the Steelers sink all the way to last place and are now 5-5. Five and five. So if you're a Steelers fan... How about if you made a bet that the Browns will win a division? How do you feel now? <laughs> uh, insecure? Yeah, insecure is right. <clears throat> insecure There's a couple would be other the... things that have... But this is one that scares me the most. This division scares me the most. Mm-hmm. All right, it's still wide open, though. They oh, wait, gonna, they're going to beat up on each other. I'd already established that you lost all the Thanksgiving games, but you also lost that game. <laughs> uh, and you picked that. You picked, you thought the Steelers were going to win because I you've thought, got this thing against I mean, yeah. uh, Zach Taylor. You don't like Zach Taylor. Uh, uh, and uh, I could be wrong. I don't mind saying when I'm wrong, but I, I don't think I'm wrong. We'll see how, how, what happens <laughs> when, when you pick next week. Um, yeah, next game, Bucks. Beat the Colts thirty-eight to thirty-one. You picked the Bucks, right? I picked no. I picked the Colts. Well, I, I thought the Colts were going to win too. I had a feeling they um, almost did. They, they, yeah. I mean, I guess you could say that the Bucks D did a good job on Jonathan Taylor, who didn't do uh, much until the fourth quarter. Carson Wentz had a, a, uh, a flashback. Yeah, but the, well, the weird thing with Jonathan Taylor is that they the, he went from like somewhere in the second quarter. Like all the way into the fourth quarter, where he didn't have a single carry the whole game, mm. which for me is like, like I get that you went like a, a quarter and a half feeling like okay, well, you know, yeah, we're they're they're doing out. a good job, but but stick with I, it. You can't give up on like because when they started giving it to him in the fourth quarter, then suddenly he like he was like eight yards per carry in the fourth quarter. Uh, all of a sudden, maybe they warmed um, down. And Carson Wentz, you know, I mean, he looked great early. But obviously, I sat there watching this thing, and we talked about this last week. I'm yeah. like, if they can't get the run game going, do, do I really think Carson Wentz is going to nah, win them not, this yeah. game? And in the beginning, he, like I said, he he looked great. But then it all started to unravel. And it, uh, over the whole game, he goes 27 for 44, uh, 306 yards, three touchdown passes, two picks. He was throwing some beautiful passes yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and he was carving up the Bucks secondary, looking real sharp. Yeah, the Bucks secondary is beat up too. Yeah, but the Colts got the ball out of the half, up by ten, and Wentz took a sack strip fumble thanks to Shaq Barrett, uh, which pretty much turned out to be the turning point in the game. Yeah, like it all, like it was one of those moments where the game just kind of flipped upside down from there. Um, yeah. Suddenly they were instead of like protecting a lead, they were like in panic Scrambling, mode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Colts fumbled the ball away three times in this game. Three times. Yeah, so I was going to say they fumbled more than two just picks the Wentz. Yeah. and three fumbles. So that's five turnovers. Uh, the Bucks. I was. I came away from this thing, and the Bucks can't be super happy. Yeah, I'm. You happy? You come away with a win, but you can't feel super. I should say you got to be happy, but you can't feel super confident in your team after that. Yeah, because. They were gifted. Also, I felt really bad for Naheem Hines. I re- I like him as yeah, a player. Yeah, and when he same. muffed that, he, yeah. his, his fumble was the was one of the ones where that it was, was like dagger. Uh, that, uh, yeah, that was sort of the second like kind of because they had knew, the, they had the momentum back. They were yeah, about to take it back. You just knew it was over. And then at it was that like, point. oh no! Because it, and it's not like it was an amazing day for Tom Brady either. He exactly. went twenty five. He's, he's looking pedestrian. Uh, yeah, 20, lately twenty five for thirty four, two hundred twenty six yards, one TD, one pick, and his pick. I mean, he was yeah. he was not he yeah um, yeah. But the you know with the time with the game tied thirty one to thirty one, two minutes left on the clock. If I and had to, Gronk and a healthy Gronk, yeah. If I had to pick any quarterback, and my life depended on it, 
Then you take I'm Tua ta- Tonga. Oh, I'm, I'm taking sorry. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Despite how I feel about him, it's I'm like, taking uh, Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to. Uh, or right? Aaron Rodgers, I would take over him. But you know, whatever. Matt Ryan has more uh, comeback <laughs> wins than anyone. I'm just throwing that out there. Okay. But I would Somebody's not. Somebody's been on Instagram. <laughs> I would not put my life on Matt Ryan winning me a football game. No. That's not happening. Dude, can I bet on a sack at the 35? Of course you can. <laughs> I'd put my life on that. <laughs> Tua took one of those sacks in the I, beginning yes, of the game when I yes. thought about it. I, I wrote it down that. in my notes. I was like, I literally wrote in my notes, Tua took a Matt Ryan sack. Let's go to that game. <laughs> Let's go to that game, man. To the Carolina Panthers, uh, favorite in everybody's minds to beat the shit out of the Dolphins and then got the shit beat out of them by the Dolphins. Yes, my boys came through. Yep. Got a victory uh, Monday out of it. So glad uh, that the Dolphins beat that ass. Yep. Beat that ass. I had a show on Sunday, so I was watching this like kind of between going on stage. I was hosting the show, uh-huh. and then I watched the rest of it on the train on the way home, and people probably thought I was crazy. You know, it's funny, because we talked before the game, and... Um you said, you know, that you were going to be watching it on the train on the way home, and we were joking about how you would be like screaming and yelling, and people would be nervous. Yes, and I can't even tell you how excited I was when they blocked that punt. <laughs> uh, just knowing how the, I'm gonna... the image of you on the train, like literally, just popped into my head. Yeah. You like jumping up out of your seat, yes. and all these Swedes on the train, like feeling like really nervous like, yeah like <laughs> what's just, going on like maybe i should just get off at the next stop even though i don't live here yeah <laughs> you know kind of thing uh, I was, it was muffled enjoyment was, was, uh, knowing how you were going to watch the game actually made my uh like experience of watching this game more enjoyable <laughs> i'm glad because i was like oh he's gonna love this <laughs> yes. and i wanted to text i was like no nah, i'm not gonna ruin it because he's gonna have so much fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just have save text and hit send the next morning. Uh, the uh, Cam Newton looked like we said we said this. We said all of this stuff that nobody was saying is no. that Cam Newton was removed from a team for a rookie quarterback by a coach who does not respect rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. There's no way he's the answer yeah. to this team. He came out and threw five passes, and the whole world was like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's in a goal line package. Yeah, it, he's in a goal line package. You know what yeah. I mean, like. He's dangerous out of that, but if everybody's blitzing, yeah, he's got no lane to run. I don't know. They didn't only do that, uh, but they were it, all over. He threw uh, two interceptions. Let me give you a little statistical context of how bad Cam Newton was. Yeah, okay. He was five for twenty-one. <laughs> That's what was twenty percent. Five for twenty-one, bro. Twenty-five, a little less than twenty-five percent, like twenty-two percent. Ninety-two yards passing. <laughs> Zero touchdowns. He didn't even break obviously. a yeah. Two picks. He got benched at the end of the third quarter yeah. so that P.J. Walker could come in. Immediately. Uh, who, five plays later, threw a pick himself. After getting sacked. Uh, he got sacked. Like, didn't he get sacked like three times yeah, shoot, like, yeah. right away? Jalen Phillips was all over him. I think they did eventually bring Cam Newton um, back into the game. Uh, they lost Christian McCaffrey for the year. Oh, he's gone for the year. I, I, that's what I read yesterday. Oh, damn. It didn't even look it like It wasn't he the was, knee this time. I think it was the ankle. Uh, yeah, he was missing with his ankle on the sideline. Um, that sucks. Look, here's the thing. I, I, feel like, I feel like I can now say what we really wanted to say okay. back then when mm-hmm. they brought Cam back. Right? They're, they're, all these good vibes, you know, first game back, the goal line package, blah, 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 all that stuff. And I get it that Sam Darnold ain't it. But after the way that... You know, they run Cam Newton out of town. 
because they're like, okay, he's he's not good anymore. Uh, and then they're still paying Teddy Bridgewater because they were dumb enough to sign him to a three-year, $63 million extension uh, <laughs> before they realized that he wasn't it either. And then you give away 2020 six-round pick plus a second and a fourth in this year's coming draft. And they're paying him a uh, fifth-year option on the rookie deal for Sam Darnold, all this stuff. I wow. mean, Panthers, I, I don't... I, I thought the Falcons were dumb. I mean, at least <laughs> at least Matt Ryan can still like yeah. play quarterback yeah. most of the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now you have you've essentially. I mean, now it's looking like getting rid of Teddy Bridgewater was kind of stupid. It does. Not that he, Teddy Bridgewater is not going to win you a Super Bowl. We know this. But they have a um, good defense, and if you could keep them off the field, they can be fresh, fresher. Mm-hmm. And you can do something, but if you got somebody that's not, it, they looked so bad on offense that it was like, at some point, because I was sitting there with my mm-hmm. butt clenched, you know, mm-hmm. thinking, mm-hmm. you know, I got home before I watched the whole game, so I got to watch the rest on TV. But mm-hmm. I was like, are we gonna? What do you win mean? This? You thought you were gonna blow it? I thought, I thought like, yeah, at any point, you know, because mm-hmm. you could get a big play on that style of defense, and then, and they did mm-hmm. early on. They got a sixty-something yard play. I was like, oh, man, he threw a deep pass, you know. But then it just started looking like, wait a minute. I thought We're a way better team. Tua like, looks really, really sharp. I mean, yeah, think man. about that. I mean, Cam Newton goes 5 for 21. Tua was 27 for 31. You know he has two games over 80% completion percentage. That's the row. way he was in college. It's like the first time it's happened since mm-hmm. some crazy, some crazy you, thing. I, I just feel like they needed to give this dude a little more time to develop. I think they and were, also though. I think that you're giving you're I, I still think that the whole Deshaun Watson saga actually paused his development. Yeah, in could a way. have been. You but know he what I mean? Also had an injury in the middle of that. I know he had an injury, but I'm just saying, like, like it, I, I just think there are a few quarterbacks that I think that have been put through more bullshit. Yeah, I agree. In 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 the, in their short two year span, and he handled it with grace the whole time. Yeah, he is pretty cool and about I it. I can I can understand if when contract time comes around, he's they're hard at the table. Like fuck that, yeah. you got to pay up. Yeah, exactly. I don't see a team friendly contract coming in, in the future for me. No, I don't think so either. Because they're like fuck y'all, man. I I agree with him, and I would understand that. And your Dolphins have very quietly improved to five and seven. Yes, man. Four game nowhere. winning streak. Loving it. What is up with that? Loving it. Four <laughs> game winning streak, baby. I'm going nuts on the train, baby. <laughs> Uh, I had so much fun imagining you on the train <laughs> watching this game. I People were standing up, moving around. <laughs> I don't care. Well, fuck you then. You a Panthers fan? Stop looking over my shoulder. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next game. Oh, my uh, God. Speaking, speaking of the of, AFC East. Speaking and, of win streaks. Oh, my God. Patriots, what is it, six in a row? Is it five or six? I think it's six. God, damn. They beat the Titans 36 to 13. Uh, I said watch out for them before the year started, man. Yeah, obviously the Titans still no King Henry. A.J. Brown was on put on IR this week. Uh, and let's face it, this Julio situation has been a bust. You guys look smart. Uh, I, You know, it's funny. It's starting to – I mean, I, I – It was time. I, a lot uh, of teams wait, hold on too long. I was upset about this at the beginning of the year, but now it's starting to look like a good thing. Yeah. Um, and it's not – again, it's not even – I don't know how the Patriots... Look, I'm not trying... Okay, I'll admit it. I don't like the Patriots. No, no. Uh, no. Nobody does, because they're a bunch of fucking wankers. <laughs> right? We learned that. I learned that when I was in London. Yeah. Uh, it, but they, di- they didn't even really look that good. I mean, 
No. I mean, the Titans were only down 13 to 16 at the half, um, but they just completely unraveled in the second half. The Titans' possessions in the second half. Listen to this. Fumble, punt, interception, turnover on downs, fumble, end of game. That that was how wow. they played out the second half. Um, <clears throat> there was a lot of talk about how, you know, Tannehill had the Patriots number. Uh, I was saying saying stuff like this. that. No, no, no. I was saying uh, variable. I think that that's more of a Miami thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because Tannehill was bad. He was 11 for 21, 93 yards. One touchdown. Oh, one what is pick. he? Uh, the, the, the Cam Newton uh, stat line right there. Yeah, he uh, they fumbled. The Titans fumbled the ball away five, or at least fumbled the ball five times. Oh, and they lost it three out of the five times. Wow. Um, running backs: um, Dontrell Hillard and Deontay Foreman both had great games. Mm. Right, they both had a hundred yards each. So it wasn't like. Of course, you want to have yeah, Derrick Henry there, but between these two guys, you basically kind of got a Derrick Henry. You filled in that hole. Two hundred yards, yeah. Uh, so for me, this whole loss is on Tannehill. Yeah, man. Right. You lose. Um, sadly, uh, that uh, felt really bad for Hillard. He broke out a massive sixty-eight yard, uh, or, or no, he scored a sixty-eight yard touchdown. But then there was another one later. I think it was for Deontay Foreman who mm. had a huge run, but then someone punched it out at oh, the yeah, end. Oh yeah, I saw that. I was, I was like, like, God, man. that sucks. Um, Mac Jones. I, I'll say this: he's very efficient. Uh, they're, they're handling you know, him better than I've ever seen a rookie quarterback. Totally, handle. twenty-three for thirty-two, three hundred and ten yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Kendrick Bourne, Jesus Christ, this guy, yeah. that guy. He had that one catch where he had that dude draped all over him. You know what Tom Brady's probably saying? This is what happens when you spend money in free agency. Yes, uh, he had a point. He had a it's point. Like, take, I, put I think, together a good team for me. Stop being so arrogant that you think that you can win with anybody and get some players. I think they learned something from that. I think Tom Brady was was right to leave. Yeah, because he saw the writing on the wall and felt like, okay, well, if you guys aren't going to do this, yeah, I don't want to be mediocre. I'm a fucking winner. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna go so, to a team that's down to. Bring in the, and and I'm a magnet for good players too. They want to roll with me. Let's do it. Yep. It ain't um, all about you, Bill. Yeah. And exactly. now Bill's they put together, but Bill is scary. And that's the thing. You if you feel like I'm the fucking best mm. coach ever, the mm. most brilliant mind. Yep. Imagine me with a squad. Mm. So just get a squad too. Yeah. And now they did it. They were Judon over there balling. I bet he wishes that they could have. Scheduled that Bucks game for later in the year yeah. instead of week four. We were saying that when should it be when we were talking about planning the schedule. I feel like it should have been later. Team, it should have been around Christmas. Mm-hmm. That's when you get it juicy. Mm-hmm. But then they're probably scared. What if uh, Brady gets hurt or Belichick gets COVID? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because the pay. Yeah, like we said, Patriots have won six in a row and now occupy sole possession of the. Uh, um, lead spot. In Next AFC week is going to be a fucking barn burner with the Patriots versus the Bills. That's right, because they the rest of their schedule: Bills, Colts, Bills again, Jags, and then your Dolphins. Dolphins. Hopefully, like we beat them already this year. Yeah, but that's not the same squad, and we're not the same squad. So nope. we'll see. But the shitty Dolphins beat them, but they're rolling now on defense. So that's going to be good too. But. True. I want to see this. I can't wait to see this Bills Patriots game because to see if they're for real, for real. Yeah, that's gonna be nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we had a proper fucking shit bowl. Shit bowl. Oh shit, not good. Giants beat the <laughs> Eagles thirteen to seven. And man, I gotta start by saying, man, fuck these Eagles for making me look so bad. I've been out here. <laughs> 
you know, talking Fuck about how you're getting better week after week. You know, out here, grapefruit and Jalen Hurts were showing up to the game in a sick-ass suit, you know, with the all-green suit and the white turtleneck looking like a young Al Green. And, man, he turns around and repays the favor by going 14 for 31, 129 <laughs> yards, zero touchdowns, and three motherfucking interceptions. I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. Yeah. Terrible. Boston Scott fumbles the ball away. Uh, they turned the ball over twice on downs. Yeah, man. Uh, once at the beginning of the third quarter. But it's not just Hurts, though. Each each individual, each individual <laughs> coach, each individual player, each everybody in, in the building. Yeah, each everybody <laughs> in the building sucked like a motherfucker <laughs> against these giants who didn't have a single receiver over 50 yards. Saquon had 40 yards rushing. Daniel Jones went 19 for 30, 202 yards, lose? one pass. Damn Eagles. What the fuck? How do you not win this game? I mean, you would think that I care about the Eagles. I just thought it was fun. I like rooting for people who I too have been doubted in my life. So yes, <laughs> I, I enjoy rooting for people who are being the underdogs, underestimated. Yeah. And, and I knew how good Jalen Hurts, I know He's how potential. good he is yeah. because I've been watching him since he played for Alabama. Yeah. And, you know, as a Georgia Bulldog fan, as much as I hate Alabama, it's like you can't help but respect how talented they are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, 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 this guy, I don't know. I've been on this for a while, so I can move on, but it's fine. Uh, I just think that he had, he had a bad game. I actually think you're right. I think it has more to do with Sirianni than it has to do yeah. with Jalen Hurts in this one. I don't think they they really had their game plan cooking. Sirianni's like naggy. Like yeah. the, the, your playbook doesn't match your quarterback. Well, Make it match. It's not only that. You know what it is? It's that... They, they they have not neither one of those guys have really proven that they're capable of adjusting yeah. when when the original plan doesn't work yeah suddenly they don't know what to do but they're new coaches too yeah it'll come around cuz the other coach is adjusting on the, on the other side of the sidelines you know what i mean mhm it was a huge missed opportunity cuz i mean the cowboys lost too yeah you know i yep. mean they could have snuck up on them yep and ruined our bet even more yeah, that's true. Who? We, all right, now I, we're I feel on. like we haven't even like said who. We said I, I lost every game. All right, pretty much. No, you won the. You picked your Dolphins. Yeah, I picked the Patriots. Uh, you picked the Eagles, so that did not go well. Uh, and then next up, we got my Atlanta Falcons, baby. <laughs> that's right. Twenty-one to fourteen in Duval, showing these boys what's up. Look, I don't get to celebrate a lot of Falcons wins, so mm. I'm not. I'm just going to go ahead and ignore the fact that we beat a trash football team, despite Man. trying to give the ball away at the end, uh, like yeah. we always do, uh, and give give the win away. Uh, I, I, I'm just going to pretend like we beat the best team in football is what I'm going to do. That's a bold statement. Yeah. <laughs> I could talk about my, Matt Ryan's mediocrity and how he's, Oof. you know, slightly less larger shit bowl compared to uh, Trevor no Lawrence. No need. No uh, need. Trevor Lawrence was 23 for 42, 228 yards, one touchdown, one pick. Yeah, But I, you know what? I'm not going to compare Matt Ryan and Trevor Lawrence. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> I could talk about how the Jags couldn't get the pass game going because A.J. Terrell is turning into a legit lockdown corner, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk about that either. Okay. Uh, Russell Gage finally catching a TD pass. Not interested. What's the deal on Ridley? That. No updates? I, you know, I've been looking. I don't know. It's still hmm. nothing. Yeah. I hope it's all right. Yeah. Um, the Falcons D forced three fumbles, um, but I don't see any point in talking about that either. <laughs> you know? Um, you know? Arthur Smith, man. He's the future. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Did but, you like I, how he coached the game? I I don't know. Honestly, you know what? No, I don't want to talk about him either. Uh, but uh, you know what? Ask me what I do want to talk what about. What do you want to talk about? I'm Skip? glad you asked, Jonathan. <laughs> uh, because the only thing that I want to talk about in this game is Corderell motherfucking yes. Patterson. Yes, Man, and you I, were scared he wasn't going to play. We dude, I about love this fucking guy. Yes. Honestly, he, he like, he, I, I mean... We'd be so fucked if we didn't have him. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta you say, thought, you were like when we talked before the game, he was questionable, and you were like, "I don't know, man, we we might lose because if Corderell doesn't play, we don't have anybody." I mean, look at that. And Honestly, he was look, 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 I did not feel very confident, especially after the first drive when Matt Ryan just throwing balls to nobody. Yeah, right. I mean, and also after he did that, when he threw that that pass to the to to, to a nobody. ghost, yeah, yeah. Uh, the little man inside of the TV who talks about the game, uh, <laughs> told me something that I did not know, which was that this was the Falcons' 27th consecutive drive without a touchdown. Mm. So that, that, was, that, was, that was fun. Uh, but my man, Corderell, took care of that shit. Run through a motherfucker face. He sure did, on the next possession. Then you don't have to worry about him. Uh-huh. No he got us going in the right <laughs> direction. Uh, the Jags had their shot. Um, but they basically used it to shoot themselves in the foot, uh, <laughs> giving the Falcons three first downs from pen- penalties. Yeah, man. None worse than the leaping penalty on our field goal attempt that led to an automatic first down and an eventual and eventually led to to yeah. Patterson's second touchdown of the day. Uh, I mean, against a better team, obviously. Wasn't it a leverage, right? Yeah, where yeah, they, they jumped like, the line, pushed the guy up. Yeah. He jumped the line. He jumped over the line. Yeah, I mean, if we play a better team, we probably lose this game. But you know, like I said, I, I'm not going to talk about that because we got the dub. Yeah, and, man, uh, that's what matters. Thanks to the Saints and 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 the Panthers also being trash, uh, the Falcons are now in second <laughs> place in the NFC South. So suck on that, motherfuckers. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I said it. We suck, but we won. So. Fuck you. Well, you need a t-shirt that says Falcons. We suck, but we won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> All right, Houston, speaking of another shit bowl. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Not good. Texans Jets. Oh, my Lord. Uh, this uh, this was bad. Yeah, man. Uh, the Jets somehow won. Uh, I'm sure that we thought that the Texans would win. Or no. I, don't, I didn't even know. This was a toss-up. Two shitty teams. This one's a hard. Like, it, it started off so bad. Tyrod Taylor Taylor, threw such a bad interception at the end of a really nice 12-play drive that got returned all the way to the Texans' 37-yard line. It's almost like they never recovered. Uh, The Jets could only manage a field goal out of it because they're the Jets. Because they're the Jets. Uh, Zach Wilson. He looked all right. Back in the saddle, went 14 for 24, 145 yards. uh, No touchdowns, one pick. Uh, But Tyrod Taylor... You know, he, he he sort of had a hot minute in the second quarter where he threw, you know, where, where they scored. What wound Man, up that, being scramble, that scramble to the right, when yeah. he, he just zipped it in there. Sometimes he he's, his flashes are nice, man. But that was it. Yeah. He had this he's one. He's got a menopausal hot, game, just had, hot flashes. Yeah, he had this one <laughs> hot minute where they scored two touchdowns, and yeah. that was pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson threw the worst pick of the day, though. It was a shovel pass. Off of his own oh, player's yeah. shoulder. That might be the worst. Who wasn't even facing him. And he was run. He could have possibly scrambled for the first down. I was like, what? What are you doing? What? <laughs> and in slow motion, it looked even, everything looks worse looks in slow motion. Like but <laughs> this looks really bad in slow motion. It's just like, take yeah. it. 
stupid. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, I forgot about that. That that because I almost made that the uh, my trash of the week, but there was more worse stuff. But this was trash that from play, start to finish. That, that play was horrible by the Wilson, but he either- still looked like he had better command than Mike A. White. Or uh, who's the other guy that was on uh, uh, Flacco? Oh yeah, it, it, it looked like it's good to see your future guy. See how he's sure. Doing. I it's a miracle this game didn't end three to nothing. I think the ref should have ended it at the half. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Both teams suck. Game over. That's a good. Let's point. Get out of here. Speaking of suck, uh, how about <laughs> these? How about these fucking Chargers? Oh my god! Oh, uh, Chargers. What is going on? Trash. <laughs> I didn't. Know. They hurt me, man. I, well, I picked them to win in my pick them. I did pick the uh, the Broncos to win this. I think I picked them to win too, actually. So we it wasn't a huge surprise to us. I but, picked them to win here too. Okay. And our pick them. Okay, so we're we're not super surprised. No, I'm not surprised. I mean, I, look, I just can't figure them out. No, you didn't. Didn't I pick them to win? Chargers. Oh, you picked, I picked Chargers. the Chargers. Okay, I okay, didn't pick right, the Broncos. Okay, I couldn't. I, I we need glasses. Up. Uh, look, uh, I mean, <laughs> something's off with them. Something is off with them, but it's also kind of one of those. Uh, this to me was one of those games where, you know, that Broncos defense that yeah. that we were all doing backflips over in the first four games of the year. Yeah, Fangio. Um, kind of showed up again. Um, Teddy Fangenius. B. Teddy B was pretty good. He polished off uh, a nice eight-play eight play drive in the first quarter with a really nice 11-yard touchdown run where he sort of ran and dove for the pylon. That was, yeah. that was dope. Um, he does just enough to make you hesitant about benching him and trading him. But he came out a little bit, and I saw— He came out because Derwin James sacked the shit out of him. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, like re- like for real. Uh, <laughs> I thought it wasn't coming back. Which gave us a brief sort of Drew Lock. A reminder. They should call those, when Drew Lock comes in. They should, they should call that the reminder session. Yeah, so it's like, oh, don't forget how bad this guy is. Drew Lock came in <laughs> and threw an interception almost immediately. immediately. It was like, hey, hey, guys. <laughs> I mean, the announcer barely had time to remind us, like, oh, maybe this is a chance for Drew Lock to step up and show us that he's a good. Co- oh, there goes a the pick. It was like Josh Rosen last week. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> and then Felipe Frank. Here you get one too. Uh, <laughs> Not to be outdone, yeah. Drew Lock comes out. <laughs> yeah, I mean the Broncos D was the story of this game. They made yeah. the Chargers look average. Um, Strong I, draft pick. This draft, this first round of uh, this year's draft looks like nobody missed almost. Mm. Right? Yeah. Except for <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, maybe, but that takes a while. Mm-hmm. But like the other picks, man, Sertan. Oh yeah, out here balling. Normally, I think there, there, I saw a, a stat line about this. Uh, normally, I I try not to get too caught up in in weird, like really weird stat lines. But there was one. You know, his dad played for the Dolphins. For the Dolphins, yeah. of course, of course, I know this. I see. I started following this Instagram account. I forget what it's called, like Crazy NFL Facts or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the last pick six. That Patrick Sertan Sr. Uh-huh. Uh, scored with the Dolphins uh, was against the Chargers. Ooh. Or no, it was in Denver. Okay. okay. And, and Patrick Sertan II, his first pick six of his career was also in Denver. Wow. Or something like that. Yeah, that's cool. I thought it was pretty cool. That's cool that he's uh, 
A lot of times the athlete's kids don't have that high level like that. Yeah. And he, he does, yeah. I'm a little confused by this Herbert thing. I get, I think he's good, obviously. I just felt like he should be better than this. Really? Uh, I'm not sure if it's coaching or lack of maturity. I, I, I feel like he's sort of one of those quarterbacks that I could see making that kind of theoretical Josh Allen leap. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't know if it's him or if it's the coaching. I really don't know because... We'll I just out. feel like when this, I think he's one of those guys that once you start to experience some success, you know, once you go out and you play in a game like this and you get punched in the mouth early, you start trying too hard. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I mean, here he is. He goes twenty-eight for forty-four, mm. right? Three hundred and three yeah. yards, two touchdowns, two picks. You know, it's not the reason they <clears throat> lost, though, right? One of which was that you know, obviously the seventy-yard. Pick six. To oh yeah, that's a good point. Good point. He did uh, give them points too. I mean, yeah. that's a yeah. Yeah. The Broncos, uh, they they kind of smothered the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, they also sacked Herbert three times. Yeah. Ten QB hits. Damn. Um, you know. Well, he's young, man. He's young. And like I said, the Broncos D. I mean, they whatever. I don't know if they're back or if they're just going to fall apart next week. Um, we'll see. But you know, this looks like the one. You know that that that. I mean, whatever. We 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 kind of ripped on them later in the year because those those early, you know, impressive defensive performances came against the Giants, the Jags, and the yeah. and the Jets. Um, you know, so. Right. Well, on to the next one. We got the game of the week. Game of the week. Mm-hmm. No, this was a great game though. Uh, the Rams and the Packers. It's up there for one of the best games this week. Yeah, we knew this one was going to be. Uh, Good. Uh, Stafford uh, did not start off looking very Mm-mm. good. He looked Mm-mm. a little more like Detroit Lions, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, or Detroit Lions, Jared Goff. <laughs> uh-huh. Giving up the sack Or the fumble. Rams, Jared Goff. He gets sacked, fumbles, yeah. gives the ball away on the Rams' 12-yard line. Three, yeah. three plays later, Rodgers runs it in. You know, this was time to show Rogers, off. Though. What you know, Rodgers runs this one in despite his severely injured left pinky toe. <laughs> I mean, man, to play with an injury like that, yeah. right? A lot of people don't know this, but a pinky toe is probably an NFL quarterback's greatest asset. Some might even call it a secret weapon. In the okay? combine, they're going to start measuring pinky toes. All, yeah, absolutely. All of the Hall of Fame greats have one thing in common, exceptional pinky toes. Yeah. It's a little known fact. <laughs> What a fucking moron this guy was, putting his foot up in front yeah. of the thing. Whatever. He comes, as long as he keeps playing football, he can, yeah. Rams appeared to be in trouble because the Packers looked pretty hot yeah. right out of the gate. Yeah. Rodgers, despite look, yeah. his current knuckleheadedness. They got, up, they got up for this one. This dude can throw a fucking grain of rice through a keyhole. Yes. I mean, some of these throws, bro. It's insane. I mean, there was there were two that were just like... Ah, oh, there was one with with uh, Devonta Adams like screaming down the sidelines, and he had he had beaten the corner by like a yard, and the safety was, was like maybe in. two or three I yards away, yeah. and he just yeah cover two, am I right? Uh, <laughs> and he just dropped that shit right into the bucket, like yeah. he didn't even have to slow down to catch it. But it's my him. favorite one was, and it, you saw it even better when they showed it on slow motion. He throws. Aaron Donald in his face with his hands up in the air, and yeah. he throws it like two inches above Aaron Donald's helmet, in between his hands, into traffic, 
and right into Adam's hands. I mean, it was just like he's amazing, oof. man. He's so good. It's almost worth his bullshit. It, it, it is worth it. It is kind of. It is kind of. Because if he played like Stafford, you yeah. know, then you would be like, man, fuck this guy. They put up 36 on the Rams uh, and went tw- 36 to 28. Mm-hmm. Uh, good job by the Packers, and they look legit. Yeah, I, I got to say, uh, it looked pretty good. I mean, they did, you know, Stafford finally threw a decent pass to OBJ, so that's good. Uh, yeah, he got, him, uh, got his uh, touchdown. Mm-hmm. But I kind of think the Rams. I'm worried about them. Yeah, yeah, and I think for me, I think it's kind of their lack of run game. That's yeah, well, they to said it was going to be that for the for the beginning of the season. I mean, this Daryl Henderson dude was killing it when they were stacking wins, uh, but yeah. lately he hasn't really done anything. Maybe it's the O line issue. I'm not sure, but I, I don't know. I I, I don't know. Mm. It, I, I realize that it's not sexy to focus on your run game. I mean, uh, I do. I, I focus. On I mean, that. I know I'll, you I'll, think I'll, it's I'll, sexy because <laughs> you're a tape head. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you saw the all twenty-two, but uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, miss. I miss that. <laughs> next game was another good game: the Vikings and the and the Forty Niners. Yes. Vikings uh, losing to the Forty Niners, thirty-four to twenty-six. But uh, Kirk Cousins, he was he was trying to do what he does, man. He was out there trying to. You fall. like that? You like that? Yeah, well, I can tell you there were a few still things. Did what he does. There were a few things in this game that I can tell you that Kirk Cousins definitely did not like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Vikings. It was that. Well, for starters, they only had sixty-seven total rushing yards. Mm. Um, Cook had thirty-nine. Cook was there. Madison had twenty-one. He left the game with a shoulder injury uh, at one point. Um, on the other side, you had Elijah Mitchell with one hundred thirty-three yards. Mm. Debo Samuel continuing to show that he's not a wide receiver anymore. Uh, uh, you know what? Patterson might have changed the game. I mean, it's, I, I, Cordero Patterson. It's the Patterson effect. I, you might be right about Teams that. Teams are just switching it up now. Dolphins are running in with, uh, with the uh, Waddle now true. a lot. Yeah. Debo, uh, uh, the Rams do it with Cooper Cup at least once or mm-hmm. twice a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're doing this, uh, this, uh, motion, this motion run shit with the wide receivers. I mean, I think the 49ers are doing a great job of playing. Chiefs, ar- too. Sorry. Yeah, I think they do a good job of playing around their quarterback. Cause, I mean, Garoppolo only went 17 for 26, 230 yards, one touchdown, one pick. The well, coach is a genius. But when you have a run game like that, you don't have to really worry about Jimmy Garoppolo that much. Yeah. Um, they had a drive. And I. this is where I have to get – this is where I have to actually give Shanahan some credit because he does this quite often. They had a drive right before the end of the half. 15 plays, 85 yards, 8 – Almost eight and a half minutes they ate off the clock to tie it up fourteen to fourteen. I mean that's like yeah. that's pretty impressive. That makes you like that's when you start looking at uh Zimmer. Mm-hmm. This is when your defensive prowess should come into play. Mm. Like, are is your team ready? You know what I mean? This was the this was a big show me game for them. I think so defense. too. Cousins was, was I, I picked him to win too. I thought, I thought Cousins win. was pretty good though. Uh, he, yeah, for the he most was. Part. But in the end, when if you're dependent on a quarterback, he's one. He's not one I would. He had some really nice on. plays to Adam Thielen. There was that one really nice like diving touchdown catch uh, right before the half. Was that right before the half? Yeah. Uh, anyway, you know there was also a really funny moment in this game. Did you see when when uh, Kirk Cousins? Uh, like lined up behind the behind the oh, guard. Behind the guard, yeah. That's what Kirk Cousins. Moment. I was like, "What are you doing, dude?" 
Dalvin Cook had to stand up and be like, uh, bro, scoot over. And then <laughs> they forced him to call a timeout because yeah. they were going to get a delay a game. It was fourth and goal. And then they call the timeout. They come back. He throws an incomplete pass. <laughs> uh, Very Cousins you know, moment. I, you know, the Vikings. <laughs> They're stuck with him too, man. Yeah, they are. But I, uh, he's not the problem on that team. Mm-mm. But he's not the solution either. I'm a little worried for the 49ers, though, because I think Debo left this game with an injury. Oh, no. I don't know how bad it is, but if they lose him for any length of time, I think I could see this team starting to unravel. And uh, so you're saying that Shanahan would get a pass again? Not for uh, Bro, <laughs> I'm a Falcons fan. Shanahan doesn't get any more pa- passes from me. Uh, like he got, but it seems like if, if that happened, that would be just what he needs to get another pass. Oh, so yeah, like, sure. Yeah. Oh, injuries. Every team has injuries, man. Yeah. Get over it, bro. All right. Uh, but they are now six and five. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. And uh they're you know sneaking up on these there. uh on these Rams. They're sneaking up on them. The Rams aren't helping anything at all. Uh, speaking of teams ruining our bets, the uh Cleveland Browns lost to the Ravens who only scored sixteen points. I mean, come on, Cleveland. You were supposed to take it over. This was a show me game too. This was this game was And awesome. they showed us. Who, <laughs> they showed us, man. You know what they showed us? But they are who we thought they were. And it's fucking annoying, man. I think you're right, actually. It's fucking annoying. Like, we could have we could have bet the Ravens. That seems like the safe bet to win the division. But we're like, no, you know what? Coach of the year last year. Better uh, roster. Ravens, you know, they're, you, you can understand if they fall back a little bit. You could understand that. Mm-hmm. And then Harbaugh's just out coaching everybody and winning these tough games. And now they're eight and three. I mean, honestly, Lamar Jackson goes twenty for thirty-two, hundred and sixty-five <laughs> yards, one touchdown pass, four picks, four picks, and you Cleveland, yeah. and you still can't win this game. How the fuck? The last three minutes and fourteen seconds of the first half of this game was it was insane, absolutely insane. The Browns line Jarvis Landry up at quarterback because Baker Mayfield can't throw the ball. He fumbles the ball away Man. to the Ravens, and Baker's asking for the ball back. Yeah. And uh, Landry's just trying to do too much. Two plays later, Lamar Jackson throws an interception. The Browns did turn that into three points. Kicked the ball off to the Ravens on the first play of that drive. Lamar Jackson throws another pick. No worries, though, because two plays later, Baker gets sacked, fumbles the ball to the Ravens. He did the same type of thing. Yeah, who ran uh, three more plays. Lamar throws his third pick of the game. (laughs) You have, what is that, five? In the last three minutes and 15 seconds, you had five turnovers. Five. What a shit show this was. <laughs> yeah, it makes you think that it, it makes you understand why the AFC still feels wide open. But some of these catches by what's the tight end for for the Ravens? What oh, it? Andrews. Oh my God. And, and then uh, and the way Crazy. Jackson believes in this guy. This yeah. is his safety blanket. This is his Gronkowski. To, oh yeah, to, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To Brady. for sure, for sure. And he just like threw it up. The one touchdown. He just like here, man. <laughs> just lobs it up there. Yeah, and on the score on the box where's score everybody? on the box score that was a 17-yard touchdown pass. <laughs> but he ran yeah. 20 yards backwards uh, before he threw it. I mean, that was crazy. Yeah, if anybody deserves game. any kind of credit in this game, you have to say it's the Ravens D. Yeah. Uh, they held probably the most potent run duo in the league to a total of 40 yards rushing. Damn. Between Chubb and Hunt, they had 40 yards rushing. Damn. Um that's crazy, man. That is pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Cleveland, I think, is Cleveland going into their bye week this week? Yeah, they need it. 
I hope they come out of there on fire because uh, they need to win the rest of the games so we can make some money. They need to get their shit together. They really need to get their shit together. Stick them all in the cryogenic chamber or something <laughs> and get them healthier. I don't know. I don't know what you got to do. And then we got a really good Monday night game, even though it wasn't high scoring. But the end of it, the final part of that game was fantastic. Yeah, what was the final score of this game? It was uh, Washington 17, Seattle 15, and it went down to the wire. Uh, yeah, it did. The Seahawks offense looks like, uh, like you know, flaccid. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> flaccid. Flaccid. They're suffering from ED. They're all, half the NFL commercials are for them. <laughs> they look bad. Russell looks like, why am I here? That's very funny. <laughs> He's like, why am I here, man? I agree. Why are you there? He looks I like think you should go somewhere the else. offensive line. They're uh, a bunch of uh, uh, subway turnstiles. Right. <laughs> and uh, Russell's trying to run for his life. The Washington defense, they look like almost like they're taking form even without uh, Chase, uh, Chase Young. So, I Here's mean. Here's another team that's suffering from not having a run game, too. I mean, look at this. Russell Wilson was their leading rusher with 16 yards. Man. I mean, this is not the way the Seattle Seahawks used no. to be built. No. Right? They used to. I mean, they used, they used to, to. literally. They. <laughs> run through a motherfucker face. Literally. <laughs> over and then over. Then you don't have to worry about over and over and over and over and over and over. They just not going to want that. And run through a motherfucker's face. Over and over. Then you don't have to worry about it. You're just not going to want that. Exactly. <laughs> but they don't. Now you got. That was uh, Marshawn Lynch corner. You got <laughs> you got Russell Wilson out here running for 16 yards. Like it, nobody gives a shit about that. It, I wonder how much people hated that part. That's hilarious to us. <laughs> we did that for us. Yeah. Sometimes we do that on our own before um, we start the show. Because it's not like he had a great game as a quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and then. And then. Uh, the way this game ends, yeah. Tell me, <laughs> uh, Washington goes down uh, uh, to to take the the final like the lead to to put it out of reach. Yep. Heineke, they go for it on fourth down because their kicker got hurt in the game. All right. So they couldn't kick any field goals anymore. So they stopped kicking field goals. They're going for it for two or whatever. Now it's it's fourth down. They can't kick the field goal to to put it out of reach because their punter can't kick field goals. So, and they asked him how, how they, they was on the sidelines. They read his lips. He was like, how far can you kick it? And he's like, five? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly what he said, but he gave them an answer that made them go for it on like the 12-yard line. Let's go with five. So they're going for it. It's fourth and goal. They throw it to Logan Thomas, former quarterback from Virginia Tech, now tight end, doing a really good job. Uh, he catches the ball, apparently, cross right at the goal line. So they're checking to see if he crossed the plane. <laughs> To, mm. And uh, it turns out he didn't even catch the ball. Oops. So they take the 23 off the board, and now it's 15 to 17 from mm. the four-yard line. Mm. Uh, and the um, and the Seahawks get the ball, drive all the way down the field. Russell Wilson, it seemed like they were taking, they were mismanaging the clock too. And then like with like 15 seconds left, mm. Russell Wilson throws the uh, the final dart. Somehow nobody's in the middle of the field. Mm. And he throws it down. They score a touchdown. Now they're down two, mm. go for two. And they didn't they get did it. They did not get it. Right. Then they get an onside kick. Convert an onside kick never happens these days. They convert the onside kick. Turns out illegal formation because somebody was standing too close to the, or there's too many men on one side of the kick or something like that. Something weird that I never even knew was a rule. Uh, but they did just that change sucks. the rule this year, too, uh, about the line, the formation. Remember that? Right, oh, but there was, yeah. it was defense, though. 
You can't have nine up or something like that yeah. to make it a little easier to get on side kick. So then they re-kick it, almost get it, and but the uh, the football team gets it and game over. Yeah, and it felt like the era over as well. It really does. It felt like this the end of Russell Wilson era. I hate to say it because I do, I do like Russell Wilson. I like him a lot. I like the Seahawks. I kind of do like soft spot in my heart. And for him. I like the Seahawks too. But it cool feels... town. They embrace the team. You know, they 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 finally got a good coach, and and then they finally got like what felt like it could be a dynasty. They lost a heartbreaker of a Super Bowl. Yes. And when they could have like really kind of cemented themselves as like a, mm. you know, the de- one of the teams of that decade, and then. I just feel like Russell Wilson is probably at a crossroads. I mean, he's he's 33. I think this game was on his birthday. It was on his birthday, yeah. He's 33 or years old, yeah. and he's kind of at that cross. Like, 33 is at that age for an NFL quarterback where it's like, okay, I think I'm officially entering into my veteran years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've seen everything. So he needs, ready, yeah. he's he's basically standing at this crossroads thinking to himself, like, do I stick with this squad knowing that it's going to be rebuilt in the right way or do I try my luck somewhere else? Yeah. You know what I mean? And throughout this, his whole time with the team, Pete Carroll has never changed this piece of gum. Does no. <laughs> and so that probably gives him a feeling that like Pete is maybe reluctant to change. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Same old shit. Just check the Same gum. Same stick of gum. Just check the gum, bro. <laughs> that tells you everything you That's need so to know, true, Russ. man. Damn. Damn, that's so true. So we feel like Russ is going to be gone, but then there's plug-and-play mm. teams out there, one of them being the team they just won against, mm. the Washington football team mm-hmm. with Russell Wilson. Because Heineke, he kind of got – you kind of see that some of his past – like he can't throw – he doesn't have much arm strength. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He's not zipping it in there. But with that receiver core, maybe add one piece or two. You know, they're not far away from – all. they get a dynamic quarterback – that team's pretty good. Denver. Um, Denver's another one. That's actually, you know, I hadn't really thought about Washington before, but, you know, they, I, I, you make a good point. I mean, this, you know, they got some good pieces. J.D. McKissick is good. Antonio Gibson's good. Terry McLaurin is great. They got that old school coach, mm-hmm. Ron Rivera, and, uh, and he's going to know how to handle, the, like, the style, old school, just like Pete Maybe Carroll. Maybe if they could get that defense to have a bounce back, you know, Type of year yeah. next year, and they like, seem to be getting their groove right now. Next year, Chase come, Chase Young comes back. Yeah, yeah, that might not be a bad spot for him. I'll be him right there. You're in DC, Chocolate City, sure. Sierra out there, you know, you're not far from New York. She can do her thing out there. You're not too far from uh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. where she's from. I don't know. Is she from Atlanta? Yeah. Nice. All right, just throwing her out there. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, let's get the let's wrap this episode up, man. Let's go. Uh, let's go with our 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 uh, MVP, MVP, the real MVP. Mm-hmm. Who you got for the real MVP? I got Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals, baby. <laughs> 165 yards rushing, as I said before. Uh, you know, eight games with a touchdown, four straight games uh, with multiple TDs out here breaking franchise records, having fun doing it with some of the best touchdown celebrations out there. He can cut. That's he, true. He can juke. He can run through a motherfucker's face. <laughs> Don't matter to him, because Joe knows football, baby. Yeah, I love watching me some Joe Mixon. Mm. Joe Mixon, you the real MVP. <laughs> uh, I gotta go with the uh, with the bloodline. We mentioned mm. a former Miami Dolphin. Yes, 
uh, who had a great career uh, and one of the best cornerback tandems ever. Mm. Patrick Sertan mm. and uh, why am I drawing a blank here? Sam Madison. Mm. That tandem was nasty back in the day. <laughs> and now young Sertan is out here yep. finally balling, gets picked in the top 10 of the draft. People are like, what? You take a cornerback so early? And now he's out here balling. Got him two picks. Got him a pick six. So Pat Sertan Jr., bloodline. You the real MVP. That's a good one. I like that. That's good. Uh, uh, who's trash? Who's your trash of the week? Or should I go first? You can go. That's fine. My trash of the week, man. We talked about this, man. We have this bet out there. So that's a little personal. <laughs> we're out here. We're trying to make a bunch of money on this bet. It'll be so nice. I mean, it's not even the money. It's bragging rights. If I could pick every division winner before the season starts, I feel like I know what the fuck I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? As a, I mm-hmm. feel like a legit uh, uh, commentator on football. Uh, and we were doing well, man. They were even offering us triple our money. And we were like, no, nah, we got this. We're going to m- turn this you know, whatever, 300 crowns into 50,000. Mm. And it was looking good. And all we needed was for one team to break a curse that has been grappling them for decades. And it's the Cleveland Browns. And they had a chance with a team that was not ready. They mm. didn't come up to play. No. The Ravens came to to throw the ball to the other team four times. Yeah. And the Browns had every opportunity to win that game, chose not to. You know why they chose not to? The reason is because Cleveland Browns, you are trash. It's true. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I, I I thought about saying just like the Ravens and the Browns collectively would be my trash. <laughs> yes. Uh, but I decided to go with the Carolina Panthers. Mm. Um, y- you know, basically for all the reasons that I already stated earlier, everything that they gave away, both the picks, the money, only to wind up with the guy that they knew was no longer the future of the franchise. And while putting your fan base through this Deshaun Watson mess, I mean, seriously, fuck David Tepper and his bullshit brass ball plaque that he has hanging on his wall. You know what I think he should? He should have to do an Instagram post with those balls in his mouth, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. This is what you get for thinking that money is a substitute for brains. You should have to post a picture of you with those brass balls balls in your mouth. (laughs) So is it David Tepper? David Tepper and the You the are trash! Mm-hmm. Mm, mm, mm. All right, shit got learned. What shit, what shit did you learn this weekend? Or I this, le- yeah, this whole I learned, Thanksgiving weekend. I learned that for me, Corderell Patterson is my new Julio Jones. Oh, nice. As a Falcons fan, uh, you have to hang your hat on something. <laughs> and for a very long time, that something was always Julio. Yeah. I think I've also learned that by now, uh, you know, trading him away was not necessarily as bad as an idea as I originally thought. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But, man, having this dude, it, it gives you hope. It's fun. It, it, it actually manages to sort of penetrate the dread that you feel going into game day. Uh, for me, that that dude is now officially Corderell Patterson. I love it. Uh, and using him the way they do, you got to give Arthur Smith some some credit, or the, whoever the offensive coordinator is over there, credit for that. Mm. No team's used him like the Falcons are using him. It's and true. it's just like teams normally like try to do different screens and stuff, put mm. him in space, treat mm. him like a, like a punt returner on offense, mm-hmm. which is kind of what he was. Mm. But to straight up, you know what? You're going to be our running back sometimes. Mm-hmm. You're going to come on a, on, on a, a motion and take the ball. Yeah. It's pretty smart to yep. put him in space in a different way, running instead of putting him in space 
waiting on a quarterback to get him the ball in a, a screen that you know can get blown up in different ways. Mm-hmm. I love it. So yeah, it's pretty smart, man. I, and I, I like him. I always did. I, I kind of wanted him that year when him and Tavon Austin were like the hot items coming mm-hmm. out of the draft. Mm-hmm. I forget who we got. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, my shit got learned is that uh, there's only a handful of really good offensive lines in the NFL units. True. It's a rarity. Now, and I'm just watching these quarterbacks run for their lives. I'm watching these uh, defenses scheme and attack and mm. stunt and get to the quarterback in different ways. It's not just one-on-one anymore. And these offensive lines are uh, – it's not that many that are, like, super dependable. Mm-hmm. So, so much is on these quarterbacks to figure it out, get the protections right, and uh, the offensive lines to hold up. So, that's what I learned, man. I'm thinking, I'm thinking it just – Watching my team, who has what I think is one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL, the Miami Dolphins, uh, still have success in the way that they did, where the quarterback's still throwing 80% mm. while running for his life. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't, I can't blame the offensive line anymore. I can blame them for his injury. Sure. Because that's how he got his ribs fucked up. Mm. But it's like, just don't get him hurt. Is the new standard. <laughs> Turns out that uh, protecting your quarterback um, helps you to win football games. Yeah, and then it's it's, ba- it's uh, it works in, in the inverse as well. Like, you protect the quarterback, and then the quarterback protects himself. Like, mm. the quarterback is making sure that they don't fuck the, the offense up because the line is patchy. But I don't see – I couldn't think of, like, all right, this is the guard. I, I can't make up a – a dream offensive line right now, if I had to, Mm-mm. because it's like you can find people getting attacked. Maybe defenses are way more sophisticated, and the offensive lines need to catch up. I don't know, but it's just like there's no standout anymore. I, I think it's probably why we're having such a wacky season this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I learned this week. Uh, scariest AFC team. I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Patriots. It sucks to say it, but they are man, and mm-hmm. uh, the the hooded genius is at it again. He's yep. actually went and spent money, and I know Brady's like, this is some motherfucking bullshit. But I guess it took for them to get rid of Brady to figure out that uh, we need some more talent. And now that they have talent, it's almost unfair. Uh, and we'll see next week. I think they're probably going to shock everybody and beat the Bills, too. Mm. Or I should say like this. I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Bills, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't want that because that's another part of our bet. <laughs> we got the Bills winning that division, but the Bills don't look like the best team in the AFC East anymore. And the AFC and a, a good Patriots team with talent and not many injuries is the scariest thing in the AFC. I have nothing to add to that other than I completely agree with everything you said. <laughs> All right, NFC, who you got? Packers. Damn, we're uh, the same page, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they're beating they're... the Rams like that. It was a, that was a test game and. They were up for the test, and uh, Aaron Rodgers is on one right now. I mean, they, yeah, and again, we've said this before, the way that they just keep stacking wins, like kind of any way you like them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're doing it very sometimes different. Sometimes with Dylan, sometimes with Rodgers, sometimes they're, with defense. They're doing it very differently yeah. this year, uh, and despite the way that I've you know, more or less changed the way I feel about Aaron Rodgers personally, yeah, uh, I believe in this dude as a quarterback, uh, the way he threw – the ball around this past weekend was like it was a fucking masterclass. Yeah, man, it's like they win like either they can be, they can be a quarantine, mm-hmm. they can be a vaccine, or they mm-hmm. can be an ivermectin. You know, yeah. you never. Yeah, know. 
throw a throw a fractured toe in there. Throw doesn't in matter. a fractured toe. Doesn't matter. Conspiracy theories. Like one of the gutsier injuries to play through to get the win. The broken toe. Highly <laughs> underrated. I was talking about this. Uh, I was on Comoro one time. They were talking about conspiracy theorists. Mm. And that the, uh, some person had a panel of conspiracy theorists. And it was hilarious watching the conspiracy theorists when they heard other people's conspiracies, how stupid they thought it was, <laughs> even though you're like a flat earther. <laughs> the flat earther is like, these vaccine guys, huh? Huh? On this flat earth. That's funny. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's so funny. That's really like, funny. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Week 12 was great. Thanksgiving was great. I hope everybody had a great holiday. Oh, I got a quick back. little plug before we leave. Oh, yeah. uh, for those of you who have uh, young kids, or maybe you have a very active inner child inside of you, mm. uh, season two of La Samaya is coming out on Friday. It's on Seymour. Mm. Uh, or if you just want to watch it to see me speak comically bad Swedish, uh, because that's kind of what I do in most of the show. Uh, yeah, comes out on Friday. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Did they correct your Swedish? Uh, I mean, did they get? To, did they say, "Oh did no, you're saying this too well. Your character needs to say it worse," or did they just? No, say, that never Go. happened. Okay, <laughs> they, there was never a moment where like, they were like, it. "Oh, can you do it worse?" <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be funny actually. I'm going to watch this. A very adventurous uh, second season. The director got into like a bit of a thing with the channel. And the, the channel actually thought in season one, they were like, oh, we don't really understand Skiff that great. Uh, <laughs> and they, he, they asked him, they said, can you make his part smaller? And because he was mad at them for other stuff, uh. he used me as a way to get back at them and made my part twice as big as it was <laughs> in season one. <laughs> so nice. I don't know if anybody's going to understand what's going on, but it's funny. Okay, uh, nice. I'm checking that out, man. Yeah, I'll post, uh, I'll post a link to the trailer on the Facebook group. Nice, yeah. Join our Facebook group, Svenafel Pod Group, and uh, you can support us on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Svenafel, and hit us up on email if you like, uh, svenafelpod at gmail.com. We appreciate all the support. We appreciate you guys checking us out, listening to us, talk our shit about football. We're always mm. right. That's just how it goes here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's been John the Rollins. Give me Zara. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Later, y'all. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and 365-day returns.